everyone, and welcome to the Brick Built Podcast, your hub for LEGO information, rankings, and more. I'm Mickey, and that's Ohm, and today we're going to count down our top 10 LEGO Star Wars sets. Hey, how was your week, Mickey? Uh, it was pretty good, and same old, same old, doing nothing at all. Actually, no, I went to the San Diego Zoo yesterday, one of my favorite Ooh, places fun. to go, and that was pretty fun. Yeah, my week has been all right. I mean, I got a new computer, but have you gotten any new sets? Any news um, about Lego? I actually have. I recently uh, got the what? January, uh, the early winter 2020 Chinese New Year Temple Fair Lego set, which is part, which is the fifth set in the Lego Chinese New Year line, which is yeah, a, a, a line that comes out with two or three sets every year celebrating Chinese New Year. So this set features uh, four marketplace stalls. Uh, there are two shops. One of them is a toy shop, and the other so one cool. is a more anti- antique shop. There are some china pottery, and there are also some little uh, mini statues in a bunch of very crazy uh, colors. Orange. Yep, there's an orange orange. one, there's a pink one, there's a couple lime green ones, which I'm very excited for. There's also a food stop and a shadow puppet theater, which has, and the shadow puppet theater has a uh, a printed screen, a printed, uh, the clear window, and it's printed with like this very nice artful mural. Another thing I really like about this set is that it features no stickers whatsoever, everything is printed. Which I really like. Also, there is a very large uh, facade of an ancient Chinese temple that is, I believe, inspired by the Forbidden City in Beijing. Recently, last year, I went to the Forbidden City, and looking at it, I'm able to look at certain architectural features of this, and being able to compare it to the Forbidden City is pretty lifelike and realistic. Overall, I'm very excited to build it. There are nine bags retailing for $120. And I have done two of the nine bags, and I've built two stalls and a very pretty cherry tree. Ah, okay. Uh, I have a question about it. Yes? I mean, okay, now, full disclosure, you texted me frantically about this yesterday. With I the, did. You texted me the panda. So, I was yeah. excited, yep. How did you get your hands on it? Because I thought it was only available in Asia. It, um, originally, the first three sets from last year were only available in Asia, but these two sets are now, they now open them up to the world, so these two sets, which is, uh, the Chinese New Year Temple Fair, the one that I have, and then there's another one that is, uh, called the Lion Dance, featuring a bunch of, uh, traditional Chinese lion costumes. And that's a pretty cool set. And they go well mm-hmm. together, but certain color schemes and architectural features create this whole environment of a marketplace fair. And uh, these two sets, this year, they extended them. So now you can get these two sets at the on the LEGO website exclusively. Okay, I, I did not know about this. So I was like, how did you get your hands on it? But that I makes sense. I did not know about it for a while either. But yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I really like this set so far from when I've been building. Each of the roofs on the stalls are all a different technique, which I think uh, really makes it more interesting to build. And there are some pretty cool 
uh, building styles and piece and part usage that I think is going to be really fun to continue building with. How about you, Om? Uh, Anything? No, not in the terms of Lego. No. I'm planning my purchases for the September Star Wars wave. Yeah. September 2020, if you're listening to this in the distant future. I guess it's the near future, but it seems distant to me. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting a lot of 500 first battle packs and yep. a lot of. I don't packs. know if I would consider them as battle packs, but yeah, they're not battle packs. Sorry, I'm just conditioned. When you get four clone troopers in a set with a vehicle, I think battle pack. Mm. But yeah, they're not battle packs. They're double the price, and they have more stuff. Oh, a question about the Chinese New Year set. Yes. You plan to display it, play with it, and if so, how is it gonna integrate into your layout? Um, I have no idea where I'm going to put it. I am very tight on room. Good thing, though, is that I've been recently uh, clearing out and building and selling some of my sets in my closet. So I might actually be able to move some of my sets on my shelves and be able to actually display them in my closet. So now I have more display space. Yeah, and you get Lego money. Yeah. I have a couple of nice villains that I want to have do something with this whole but yeah. the problem with this set which is probably the one downside is that sadly the temple does not have an interior although i think a reason yeah. that they maybe did this was that they didn't want to disrespect the chinese culture by trying to uh trying to imitate their specific beliefs in religion and uh culture plus it would have brought the price up a lot i think but <laughs> Yeah. That so far, this is a very solid set. All right. So, yeah. If anyone still remembers what this podcast is about, we're ranking Star Wars sets. Um, we both love Star Wars, the movies. We love Star Wars content. Love we love Lego Star Wars. It's like two amazing things combined. Lego and Star Wars. I just wanted to lay down a few of the rules, uh, you know, about this, right? Yeah. So, rule number one, no UCS sets. We'll get to that later. You picked a UCS set? No, no, no. Most definitely in another episode, we will have a UCS ranking. Yes, we are going to talk about UCS later on. Don't know now, but I promise you all, it will happen. Sometime in 2045. Ah. Yeah, but they're only for Star Wars. They're gigantic superhero sets. Like, uh, what's that Marvel Avengers giant? Helicarrier. Yeah, that's not UCS, but... It could be if it was second Star Wars. Role. Yeah, that, that would bring us to our second and technically, scale. If, my, if uh, Marvel started a UCS line or something similar... The Helicarrier and the Hulkbuster would probably both be included. Yeah. So that brings us to our second thing. No sets $300 or more. Because there are a few sets, Cough Cough Betrayal at Cloud City, that while they are humongous play sets, yeah, Cough Cough And no sculpted sets or statues or anything crazy like that. So we will be just, so no, like the, 2017 BB-8, the Porg, the helmet line that was recently introduced this year. Yeah, the Darth Maul bust, the Yoda Mm. bust, even though those are probably UCS. But yeah, so if you guys get what we're going at, 
And there was no price range as long as it's less than 300 bucks. It could be a $5 And most sets over 300 are UCS, if not all. I can't think of any that aren't, that are Star Wars, except for yeah. Betrayal at Cloud City, which, if you're like me, you almost bought it for the Ugnaughts. <laughs> I digress. Anyway. You have strange um, reasons. Ugnaughts. I mean, how else are you going to get it? The carbon freezing chamber. I never got that. I regret it because I don't have I any got Boba Fett or Ugnaughts. Or anything I have too to many Boba Fett's. Anyway, we will circle back to this. But um, back to the topic. If you've seen the trend, now there was no written rule, but the goal was to be play sets. What would be the most fun to play with and stuff like that. And there was, I, I'm not counting, but the last and most important rule, your sets must be incredibly biased. Basically. Yeah. Don't go with what everyone else is saying. Do what you think looks cool. For instance, I don't I don't know about Ohm, but me myself, um, when I was looking at all of the different sets, I was picking out a list that I would be able to cut down to my top ten. Yeah, what you had and like 165? Like, oh yeah, it was 165 to begin with, but I had 17 to begin with. Oh, that was easier than 165. Yeah, I spent a long time on that list, but yeah, um, I just went through the list and I'm like, oh, that's it. it looks cool. I would probably buy it if it came out today. Oh, that yeah, I really think that would be a cool thing. Oh, look, that one has a ramp. I'm gonna put it on the list. <laughs> yes, I know. I love ramps. ships with ramps. Love them. Yeah, if they have it, a trend. it is very cool. Let me count how many on my list actually have a ramp. In the top ten, right? Not the honorable mentions. Oh, because like three in the honorable mentions have ramps. Dang it. Yeah, anyway, um, yeah, we will do honorable mentions. But let's just finish the like, ground rules for this before we start our list. You'll see some trends. I like buildings. He likes vehicles. But, um... Swoosh. I went swoosh, for a lot swoosh. of swooshability in this, which is a yeah. word that is apparently a word now. Yes, a lot. No, people use that word. Wonderful creativity. So we're, this might be a multiple part episode, but um, we're just going to start from 10. So I will go first. Here's go from my 10. Count number down. 10. And Here, I'm going to oh, do dread voice. Number 10. Yeah, we've seen each other. We haven't seen each other's. We have no clue. Oh, I'm sorry. We have no clue. Here we go. No, no. Number 10. <laughs> Set number 8037. Anakin's Y-Wing Starfighter. Mm, that's a good Image one. The resolution is not great. It's from 2009. Retailed for $60. I do not have this. And it was 568 pieces. It came with three figures. Anakin. Clone Wars Anakin. Clone Wars Ahsoka. Because that's the only one that exists except for Rebels. That was later. And R2, this is at the start of the Clone Wars, straight from the Malevolence arc. It's a Y-Wing, right, from Star Wars, from the original trilogy, except as Republic symbols. It's filled in, so rather than being open, it's filled with yellow, and it has a bubble canopy for another figure. So you can have R2 in there, Ahsoka, and Anakin, all in the same fighter. 
I love ships that can have every minifig in them. Yes, and I love the bubble canopy. Now, some parts of it, like you, you can see my mouse here. You at home cannot. But the sloping, there's some exposed studs. The front looks good. This section here looks a little murky. Not that great. But again, as a playset, I'm pretty sure you could drop bombs out of this. You have extendable landing gear right down there. That can yep. fold up. You have, I think the bubble canopy pivoted. I might be wrong. Even if it doesn't pivot, you can mod it to pivot pretty easily. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's just so cool. Even if it doesn't look the best, I really wish they'd remake it. And with the Clone Wars finale and everything. I hope that they make a 501st Y-Wing. Yes, in 2020. Yeah. And we get a Rex, because I'm going to get a lot of 500 first, and I don't have a Phase 2 or Phase anything Rex. Yeah. I, I yeah. know I have the 2019 Resistance Y-Wing Starfighter. Yeah. And I, when I first saw this, uh, this Republic Y-Wing, I really love the bubble turret, and I was kind of sad that none of the other Y-Wings, I don't Yeah. that the design was changed. So I actually modded my Y-Wings so that you could fit either a minifigure in Astromech or, uh, just for a side note, the set, the Resistance Y-Wing came with Dio, who's the little unicycle guy. And yeah. uh, most of the time I put him in the bubble turret, and he just, and he just spun around. <laughs> And I was really happy with how it looked. And it just looked like a, kind of like a beaten down version of this very set. But Yeah, but it's different color, right? Yeah, color it's, it? a, it's a more white and red color scheme instead of a mainly yellow with a little bit of yellow, white. Yeah, gold. Uh, white and, yeah. Yeah, white, gold leader. Uh, design. You could play with it. It looks fairly good. That's why it's number 10 and not number 1. You get mm-hmm. good figures. I love, 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 love the Clone Wars. Watched it multiple times. Watched this arc at least five, maybe ten times. The Malevolence arc. It's a great arc. Yep. And that's why, ultimately, it's my number ten. Okay. So, I would like I really to see like yours. That. Okay. My number ten is... At number ten. Palpatine's Red. Oh, I love this set. So... This, you have this, yes? I have this set. Yeah. I absolutely love it. It is the only version of this scene in Lego form. It yes. is Palpatine's Arrest, set number 9526. It came with 645 pieces, retailed for $90 at the time when it released in 2012. Not a great price for And it came now. with six minifigures. It came with Anakin Skywalker, evil Sith version, Kit Fisto, Agent Kolar, Mace Windu, Sazi Tin, and Evil Sheev. Sheev. Okay. Evil Chancellor Palpatine. For the record, though, I don't know how you pronounce it, but maybe it's Agent Kolar, but it's not Agent Kolar. He's not a secret agent. Sorry, I was trying to say Agent, but it might be Agent. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just going to go with Agent because you can tell what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But yeah. You want to talk about it? It's beautiful, okay. and it's versatile. I love this set. It is beautifully designed. It's a really weird shape. I recently rebuilt it. I've been rebuilding a lot of my Clone Wars and prequel sets as yeah. I've been watching Season 7 of the yeah. Clone Wars as it's been releasing. And it's such a weird shape, 
the office itself in the movies and in this form, but it really works well. Um, it comes with kind of a modular design in the front where there are two or there are three uh three angles into three angles that you could have your entrance into the office and it comes with a detachable entrance with a sliding doorway and also a landing pad with a staircase that leads out to it and it also comes with the Coruscant Jedi speeder that Anakin briefly uses for five seconds in the movie but hey it's there and it's pretty cool and it's probably going to be the only version of this speeder we get um there's tons of play features there's two minifigure launchers so that you can have either palpatine or someone else fly into the air do their sheave spin there are three chairs uh two in front of palpatine's desk and palpatine's angry throne there's also palpatine's very nice desk really cool design how they use a lot of snot techniques uh then there are two hidden panels in the floor one of them hides Palpatine's lightsaber, which has a really nice gold hilt. And the other one hides uh, some lightning pieces that you can use to Ooh, lightning cool. Mace Windu off into the abyss. There's also a really nice, beautiful curved window design that has a cool play feature that if you pull out a uh, pin out of a Technic beam, kind of, then a whole section of the window falls out and you can put a minifigure on there on this little platform area and then open the window and it will fall out and the minifigure will go flying out the window similar to how Mace Windu was thrown out the window by Palpatine you can recreate a lot of scenes in this set it's really nice um I really like how you're able to get all of the Jedi because I feel like um if they were to do this today they might not include all four of the Jedi who were sent to stop Palpatine maybe only Mace Windu and Anakin but well, that is what bucks. I have for my number 10. I love this set. Any commentary, Ohm? Yeah, so a couple things. One, well, first of all, one great way to play with this is you turn it around. You have the window off the edge of the table. You bust up the window. You pull out, because it's Lego, you can pull off Mace Windu's hand, and you can drop him out of the window and recreate the scene perfectly. Yep. And just don't drop him into the trash because that is an expensive thing nowadays. Even though they did use, I believe, the Clone Wars to- torso. I, I think, think so. I don't think that's it. But, but yeah, um, I have and a if you, couple other. If you put the landing pad, if you move it to another position in the modular front area, then you're actually able to have both the window and the landing pad off the edge of a table. Yeah. Then you can have the landing pad actually like hovering kind of and then land the speeder there yeah one yeah. thing i wish not in the set for nine but well for 90 bucks i wish they could have put one wall uh sort of um well you can't see my screen but where the landing pad is in the brick set photo that you're using right now yeah from there in the wall i just like from there and then the windows it was just one wall. It would feel a little more enclosed. Mm-hmm. And the one reason why it's not number one, yeah, you can recreate all the scenes that happen in Palpatine's office, but you're kind of limited in play in the sense that if you think about what happened there, people talk about bills and government. It's not the funnest thing for play. Now, I would totally replay episodes of The Clone Wars. One thing yep. I wish was added to the set, though, was I wouldn't mind if it was $100, but 
But see, those two extra open studs that are there, if they put, like, a Senate pod and that they added a Yoda cool. to this set. Then you could also, I think another thing that they could have done is they could have added, like, a Senate pod slash area. Yeah. And then also have added Yoda. So then you could have recreated yeah, the that's entire, what said. The entirety of, of both duels throughout the, uh, yeah. the Senate building. And if you really wanted to, I mean, it would be nice to have an extension set for $30. We just have, like, two Senate pods and a couple senators. So you could use that to fill out your Senate diorama mm-hmm. and to make a more be, dynamic scene. Yeah. I think it would be really cool if eventually they came out with a micro-scale Senate building that had a bunch of the Senate pods. But Yeah. But micro? Yeah. We talked to them. I don't know. It's. I feel like it's the only way that they could maybe do that at do the entire building. So this set, it might be a little bit overpriced, but but it's a good set. It. But when you actually like have it in your hand, it's pretty big and pretty sizable, and you can Mm -hmm. kind of talk yourself into it. Oh, this is yeah. I can. I can see this being ninety dollars, but maybe if it was like eighty or eighty-five, it might be a little bit Mm -hmm. easier to swallow. But I still really love this set. For yeah, its design. it's it's worth the money. Yeah. So I still really love this set for this design, and that's why it's my number ten. Back to you, Ohm. Uh. Okay. Number nine. Number nine. Seven two five seven. Ultimate Ooh. lightsaber duel from two thousand five. One of the older yeah. sets. So it's two hundred eighty-two pieces. Thirty dollars. So at the time, you know, inflation and stuff, but. You got Anakin and Obi-Wan, and they were light up. Hmm. Now, admittedly, the hockey stands are a little weird. Yeah. And the building in the back is a little skeletal, even though the lava drop is cool. Because you can actually, if your figure gets knocked there, lava will fall on them. But otherwise, and that's what put out number nine, it's such a cool set. Mm-hmm. Even though the lightsabers are stuck on their hands, it would be nice if they were normal. They can battle it out. This is the biggest Mustafar set we've ever gotten. Out of three. Yeah, there was Anakin's Jedi Interceptor, which gave us the green Interceptor no one needed, a really awesome new gunray, and the two little stands for Anakin and Obi-Wan to fight on, which is fine. And then the new one, which is just Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Stan. But I want a huge set. I want it all. I love this scene. I've This set was in my visual encyclopedia of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool. I mean, you can knock down the pillars. The scale is off. But that happened in the movie. But yeah. Again, it's weird. Obi-Wan has his hood on. Mm-hmm. But it's still really cool. Because you have the two characters. From 2005. It's good. You have the hockey sticks. And you can take them off the stick. They're not stuck there. So you can, you know, fight. And you have this terrain and a couple of action features. Do you have any thoughts? Um. I really like how it's a bit more playable because you're able to actually act it out and it's kind of a little bit of a game to it because you have to kind of keep your little, keep your specific uh, hero or villain or whatever you want to classify Anakin as currently in the timeline. Um, You have to kind of keep them balanced on these narrow walkways and make sure that they don't get hit. And I think it's a really nice playset, but then. I think the added the added uh, playability of that itself, where you have to be able to 
balance your figure all over this area was also, I think, really cool. Yeah. I think and I hope eventually they'll make a new Mustafar. Probably not as soon now because they just came out with a new one. Yeah, but like this year. It's very, it, it's essential to the plot of the entire Skywalker saga. So I think they kind of have to. Okay. Yeah. Just small set. Uh, mm-hmm. This is, I think, the cheapest one here. Otherwise, everything else is like 50 and up. But yeah, yeah let's go on over to you, Mickey. This is a really awesome set. It comes, it was released in 2019 for $130. It comes with uh, 1,060 pieces and six minifigs. Comes with two royal guards, Darth Vader, back to tank Vader, a mouse droid, and probably my favorite figure, the Imperial transport pilot, who actually was featured in a very cool VR experience. And his name is Captain Aphex, and he is a rebel spy. Okay. But, oh wow! I didn't know that. I've just yeah. Been there's using, this very cool. He looks like um, a five of first pilot. So I use mm. him as one. Oh yeah, technically the the helmet mold is the same, I think. No, no, it's not. No, it's different, but it looks similar. Yeah. And it's this really, really hard cool to get the pilot. Set. It comes with a new version of Vader's TIE Advanced. And then underneath the what I really like about the set is that from the front it looks really big and enormous. And it looks kind of no, not many fix you. Then on the inside, it just shows little like peeks into specific rooms. Yeah, there's the but meditation But it's able to chamber. divide itself into a display set and a play set. There's a yeah. hanger for the TIE Advance on the bottom floor. On the next floor, there is a there's a back tank on one of the floors, and then at the very top is a um, turret. And there's also like a Sith shrine to one side. And I just really like the way that this is designed. Uh, any thoughts? Yeah. Oh, um, I know yeah. you have the set, so anything else you can yeah. add to this? So, like, this set I got, I was going to get the Darth Vader transformation set. I ended up getting this. That was, like, in 2017, because I didn't have the new Vader helmet. This is the first time I got the new Vader, and it's good. I'm glad I got this set, but let me explain how. So, I just couldn't stand a thousand pieces. For 130 bucks, I saw it in the Lego store in real life. It was big. It was cool. I got a, a discount on Amazon for 100 bucks. Okay. And I I jumped on it because I I was just like, it's reasonable now. And then I went and it's cool because you have the platform at the top. You have Krennic shuttle, right? So if you had the Krennic shuttle set, you could have Krennic meet Vader if you like that. You get the back to chamber, and you can pop it out really easily. And um, you have that area downstairs. It's um, what would you call it? Oh, it's a hanger, obviously. And you get a little door on the side that's camouflage, and some stairs, so you can look at it and think of it as almost scale model of the thing, as not minifig scale, or you can use it as minifig scale. It's it's a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. So while I don't agree with it being on number nine, I own it, and I played with it more than I thought. All right. Okay. 
Number eight. Number eight. And this is for Om, which is me. Yep. I, I refer to myself in the third person. Good job. All right. 8038, the Battle of Endor. Again, from 2009, if you notice the trend. This is the only time they've ever made the Endor bunker. I don't have this. I saw it in stores when I was like five. But you get a couple of rebel troopers. You get Endor Leia. You get Han. You get R2. You get Wicket and two other Ewoks. You get two scout troopers. You get Chewie, and he can take the ATST. I don't know if it's an ATST or Chicken Walker. They're slightly different. But, um, and then you get a Death Star Trooper and the bunker. And the bunker doors open like they do in the movie, which is so cool. And the Ewoks have like a glider and a catapult. So the reason it's number eight is that the inside's kind of plain. A couple of guns on a wall and a couple of cones? They also Those are the shield generators any... that they have to blow up. Yeah, but they didn't even include any thermal detonators or, or stick of dynamite. Did I mention this is $100 and it was 890 pieces? I just feel like they could have put more. They had the price budget. I, d- I just feel like we should have gotten another, like an officer or another Death Star Trooper in there. Because you can fill it out with your own detail and make it bigger. And it also folded out, which is nice. So you really could put whatever you wanted in there. Mm-hmm. I just wish, you know, it just came with more, not more bad guys. The good guys are the right amount. I can't remember. Was C3PO in the scene? Yeah, they give you everything. He was here. He was with R2 in the back, distracting the people, distracting the stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah, I kind of, I just feel like a C3PO and or another Death Star Trooper slash Imperial Officer would make this complete. Any thoughts? Um, I was a I was going to put this on my list, um, yeah. but it slipped down mainly because of the plainness of the bunker. Exactly. And I thought that even though there are a ton of minifigures, and I really like how they were able to incorporate most of the aspects of this battle. Um it mm-hmm. just yeah. didn't hold up to... And also, it's not my favorite movie. Yeah. I mean, it's a good scene from a decent movie, in my opinion. It was one of the better scenes of Return of the Jedi, along with the Death Star battle that was going on at the same time. Everything... Like, the ending of it was good. The beginning of it, I liked. The middle, I could have done without. I like the Ewoks. It just might be my age, but I like the Ewoks. They're so mm-hmm. cute. They're not like teddy bear demons. They're cute little warriors, and they're fierce. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, in the end, a lot of movies beat it out. Revenge of the Sith beats it. Okay. Again, super biased. Yep, super I'm biased. I'm definitely going to clean this up and edit. Yep. Please. Yeah. So much you're going to have to edit. Have fun. So my number eight is a set that I have and I use a ton. I love it. And that is set number 751030. 
the first order transporter from 2015. It retailed for $90, came with 792 pieces and seven minifigures. It came with two first order flame troopers, who were awesome. Two first order troop stormtroopers. Um two resistance troopers, one male, one female, and Captain Phasma. And I love this set. Number one, because it is literally built around a a ramp. And I love ramps. But I really like how instead of just having one compartment for all of the troopers in the very front, there's a bunch of different areas where you can put your troopers to make it feel mm. more realistic. And I don't know. I, w- I don't want to say lived in, but I kind of yeah. think it's the only thing I, I can say. Yeah, there's that cool pop-out feature, and it's yeah. really realistic, where the stormtrooper can, you turn a knob, it's camouflage, and a stormtrooper pops out and is right at the turret, give or mm-hmm. take a few studs, and then you can push the stud shooters. Yeah. So there, so as Om said, there's a, uh, there's a little, uh, there's a system in the back, in the back area where there's a chair that you can put a trooper or a gunner or whatever, whoever you want onto a chair. And then if you turn a knob, it raises them using two Technic beams. Um, there's also a compartment on top of the entire ship that you can pull out this little uh, piloting right. area that yeah, that you can right. put your pilot in. And then in the so front... So there's no pilot. Yeah, there's no pilot. But technically... I've never made a first order pilot. Yeah. Oh wait, tie pilot, but I yeah. don't know. But there's this there's there's an axle there's a technic axle in the back that you can pull that will lower the ramp at a not like too fast or anything, but it will lower at normal speed. You can yeah. take off nearly all of the roof and put so many figures in there. Currently I have like nine or ten figures in there. I can fit at least one or two more in there. You can fit a ton in there. Comes with two spring-loaded shooters, a double stud shooter turret. I really like this set. Um, some people may call it inaccurate. I still think that it's really strong set. It's something that we don't really see a lot with LEGO Star Wars, where there's so much empty space that you can use for whatever yeah. you want. And I really like those kind of ships. That's why, for instance, in the summer 2020 Star Wars line, there's an ITS shuttle which is from Galaxy's Edge and Disneyland and Disney World. And I'm going to get it. It's one of my favorite sets that they're coming out with because it has so much empty space that you can put whatever you want in there, whatever figures, whatever. So, yeah, I just have a weak spot for these giant troop transporters. Oh, I know you, I think you have it too. So do you have any other thoughts? Yeah. One thing I do want to say is, um, yeah, that was another rule. No sets that, haven't come out yet as the time of recording, which is July 2020. So what? Yeah, it is a little inaccurate. I don't mind. You can pull off the shooty thingies, and it's pretty good. Cause that pop-up feature is so cool. The vehicle looks cool, even though I didn't like the contacts. You get a bunch of troopers. You get Phasma, and you get at the time it was crazy. Three different colors of Star Wars blaster. First time they recolored it. It's so darn cool. So, yeah, but you can put a lot of stuff in here. I put laboratories. 
sometimes but, I put uh speeders in here. Also, there's like when a, you're holding it in your hand, you can tell it's a pretty big and hefty ship. It's, yeah, because there's a lot of feels, open space. If you didn't know of its price, you might be able to guess, oh, about $90. $80, $90. Yeah. And even but, if it's on the high range, you're still able to tell, oh, this is about that much. Yeah. The one, I it would be nice, I think. I would still be fine if they cut the Rebels and they gave it to us for 90 I mean, 80 same set. I would feel that's because it's a good price per part. So, good choice. Okay. Over yeah. to you for your number seven. At number seven, seven two six four Imperial Inspection from two thousand five. Mm. Real paid for fifty, three hundred sixty-seven pieces. Not good, but you get a full size, well, a minifig size, decent enough size Imperial shuttle. Does it look the best? No, this is probably the second worst one they've ever done. The windscreen is the wrong shape. It's a little too flat. There's a lot of gray that doesn't need to be there and a lot of exposed studs. May I inquire what you think the worst Imperial Shuttle is? I think they did one before this when all the minifigures were still yellow. Mm. It was ugly. The reason I feel this set is worth it is you get so many figures. You get two Imperial officers, four stormtroopers with exclusive leg printing. They never did it anywhere else. And this is really good leg printing for 2005. And it's pretty decent for today's standards. I mean, it's more than we do on any normal stormtrooper. Get two full-fledged royal guards, get a Palpatine, and a Vader. You also get a couple Death Star things, some random laser cannons. Not necessarily canonical, but you have a little cart that goes around. You have a crane and a little checkpoint. And this is that scene from Return of the Jedi, when the opening scene, I think, Vader, and there's a huge army of stormtroopers, and they accept Palpatine. And you get 10 figures in a $50 set. That's $5 per figure. At worst, it's a bunch of figures you would buy anyway, and parts. You buy a Boba Fett minifigure, you have the entire Imperial stuff. Do you have anything to say? Um. I wouldn't say uh, this is another one that was going to that was in my like very much narrowed yeah. down list because I really liked how instead of just only having a shuttle or only having like parts of a hangar, they were able to kind of include everything and then still make it not very much expensive. And yeah. overall, there's so many minifigures. I just I think it's a very good um, representation of the scene, even though uh, the minifigures help make the scene represented, but I don't know if the side builds necessarily work in its favor. Yeah. They're a little blocky, but for 2005, who can complain? Mm-hmm. Um, I can't tell if those are missiles. I don't think it shot anything or the... There are any movability. Yeah, there were, the the wings could go up and down. And while there isn't an actual Death Star, I feel like you could imagine you were you had a Death Star, and you could have the shuttle land. It's a bunch of stuff to help fill out your Death Star mock. Mm-hmm. If you want to check this out online, because this might be one of the hardest 
ones yet to visualize. Uh, it's 7264 Imperial Inspection. All right. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Brickville Podcast. If you want to help us continue with the show, please rate us on whatever podcasting platform you're using. It really helps. Also, please subscribe to our show so that you can be one of the first to know when we have a new show up. Don't remember to tune in next week, or if the episode's already out. Don't say don't remember. (laughs) Also, don't... (laughs) Please remember to check in next week for the latest episode of LEGO Star Wars The Top Ten. Thanks for listening, and have a great light year.